Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Honey, I want to find out why the lady is a tramp. Well, God is a gaga and she sings all about it at Radio City Music Hall and we are recapping. That's she right. She capping. Uh, also, Willem's giving us showgirl looks in the hot summer desert. As one does. Plus, we've got some political chats about eviction moratoriums. And a tip spot with Emmy-winning documentary film director, Ooh. Jerry Ruga. Then we're going to get to the real highbrow stuff. You know, the drick pics and the dreams. Of course. But, but um, I, I have a really serious question uh, to ask you. How do you make those acting challenges scripts come faster? Well, I'm going to find find the answer at the bottom of the pool. We're going to take a deep dive. (laughs) Let's get soaking wet into some hot Hot gas. Everybody get in the pool. Pool. I said everybody. (laughs) Let's get soaking wet. That note holds for like 16 bars. Hold on. And then she does it again. Stop <laughs> in the pool! Forever! Dog! She's been throwing some shade. We're stepping right over this it queen. <laughs> ooh. Uh, walking ooh, on oh my walking on hot fire glass. Ooh, honey, walking on, walking on. on hot fire glass. <laughs> <laughs> She's fashion roadkill. <laughs> honey, you're just fashion roadkill. You think you're a supermodel? You're just fashion roadkill. <laughs> Shangela said that. You know what? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back for yet another steaming, piping, scrolling, serving of hot gossip. Oh, God. There's a cacophony of songs. If you're old enough to remember, you know. You know, you know, dial-up noises. Hi, this, of course, is our weekly dial-up chat show where we talk about events in our lives, <laughs> gossip, and politics, politics, and take a deep dive, deep dive. into the DMs. Uh, so, so let's do it. Let's get into some hot, hot goss. That's hot goss. Mm-hmm. So, I hear my sister is on the. East Coast and going to the gigs. You saw our friend Miss Lady Gaga at Radio City Music Hall. Did. Give us the details. It was a very, um, it was, it was like 
it was a really stunning moment. They were they're filming uh, a special for um, for you know Tony Bennett's sort of his sort of like farewell performance because his birthday was yesterday and he's ninety five. Wow, shit. He's he's been around this earth for a very long time, and I'll tell you, he sounds spectacular. He sounds like Tony Bennett. Like, you, you know, you never know what to expect because mm-hmm. once you're almost 100, things start to go. But he literally, the music is in his bones. He sounded so amazing. Um, and of course, Lady Gaga was uh, stellar. She's and good stunning. too, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so the looks were, stu- these these stunning looks, these sickening hooks, she can do everything. What did she wear? Um, she started the show in just too many stones. It was like this this gown, and then it was feathers on the bottom, and then a big feather like um boa or mm-hmm. or maybe it was fur. I don't know. I could I I couldn't tell if it was feathers or fur. I'm gonna have to wait till it comes out on TV to find out. So very cheek to cheek, like uh like torch song singer, stones, very. accoutrements. So accoutrement. And then she had a few look changes throughout the night. And one of the dresses... As one was, does. Yes. One of the dresses was made by her sister, Natalie, as well. Oh, wow. I didn't know she was a designer. She is. And it was really fierce. It was that liquid um, liquid fabric we were talking about. Gorge. Yeah. It was like a very classic sort of Dior silhouette, but made out of that shiny liquid. Oh, I'm uh, into it. Yeah. So into it. Um, was there a meet and greet? Um, uh, oh, Did you sit on Tony's lap? Because <laughs> <laughs> we met Gaga. We haven't met Tony yet. <laughs> I um, I wouldn't put him through that, me sitting on his lap, because I'm heavier than I look. Yeah, uh, and, and but... Nick would have made him do like a TikTok or something stupid, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> the thirst. <laughs> Tony, could you repost? <laughs> Tony, Tony, I need you to like it. Tone, um, if you could just like, you know what? Just here, give me your phone, and I'll fo- I'll follow me on your phone. Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tone, <laughs> Tony Gaga, Tony Gaga. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, how long are you there for? You have um your Joanne shows, like aren't they like on like the third and the fifth or something like that? No, they're um uh, they're next week. Okay, and um Tuesday has Got tickets it. still Wednesday Wednesday yeah, there's there's not a not a ticket available but yeah. Tuesday I think there still might be at this so point. basically what you're saying is Wednesday if you're a friend or anyone who's ever had your number you should text you direct for a ticket <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah Ta- text me on the day the, uh, like an hour before just when you're outside oh, yeah. just be like hey I came can I get a table, <laughs> a table. drag queens love that so, baby, I'm going to need, baby, I'm bringing an entourage. So, baby, I'm going to go ahead and need I, maybe 10, maybe a table for 10. Can you just do 12? Do a light dozen. <laughs> a light does. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And then they ask for all that. And then you make it happen. And then they don't show up. <laughs> that, that's really or just, happened before. Or just them plus that's, one. That's actually happened before. Very much so that. <laughs> um, yeah. Is it hot there? Because it is hot in Palm Springs, bitch. My electrician had heat stroke on the roof yesterday. And Honey. I had to pull his dick out of my mouth and say, oh. we should be blowing you on the ground. 
It's dangerous up here. It's dangerous up here. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yes, the heat is hot. The heat I mean, is hot. <laughs> it's not really wild in New York. It's actually just like very temperate and lovely. So sorry. Mm. Well, I'm burning up, up, coffee up, got me burning up. <laughs> Definitely. It's too darn hot. hot. It's, it's too, too darn, darn hot. hot. I like this up on my electrician on the roof. Um. <laughs> Can I ask you about the goings on on your gram? Yes, ma'am. Uh, you're doing. Are you headlining at the Flamingo in Vegas? Because I see this like showgirls um, feather headdress. Well, no, very soft mug so soft you ain't seen nothing softer. Well, I already did the Flamingo in 2006, so I don't need to oh. go back there. And I think they're doing some other rinky-dink little drag show there right now. So, um, oh God. yeah, so I, I I'm, show up to the club. I go straight, straight to, to the, the back. back. <laughs> um, this was a look for um, a new show that I'm on called Unconventional. It's the follow-up to East Siders. There's a lot of great people in it. This guy named James Bland, Aubrey Peoples, Kit Williamson, Constantine Rasuli, uh, Laith Ashley. It's an amazing cast. It's the most fun I've ever had on set. I had like nine looks over the, the course of nine episodes, and this was one of them. It was supposed to be like my gorgeous like flamingo. I'm putting someone else in drag, and I make him into a flamingo, but a flamingo not as pretty as me. Um, and it's just like this. Sim- it's just a simple Mackie. You know, I was the first Mackie doll on Drag Race. Wow. Um, and my friend Dustin has it because he and he got his hands on a storage center somehow, which had a bunch of EC2 and Mackie costumes. And when he wow, showed bitch. me, I said, what? And he has it in pink, blue, green, gold. He's. I said, we're going to be friends, bitch. <laughs> and then I took this picture. They were literally rushing me to take off this look and put on another look. And I was like, I need to take a picture in this. Give me a goddamn second. I look amazing. Yeah. It was like golden hour. The highlight on my cheek was popping. And then I sent the picture to Miss Gigi Gorgeous. Mm. And she she might have done a lip lift. She The colors changed from bright pink I to like this soft. something was going on. Okay. Or it, it might have been a little chin or something, but I said, FFS, yeah. question mark. And she said, no, just a light outpatient. I didn't do much on it. And I said, thank you. She said, you're really gorgeous. That's your angle. And I said, I know. <laughs> she said, I barely did anything. Yeah, she said, just outpatient. <laughs> just. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this show Listen. will be out, I think, next year. And hopefully I'll be nominated for another Emmy and it'll be my third one. So third tries to charm. Good, bitch. Yes. Get yeah. it. You know what's shady? Face my beard. T- okay, everyone sometimes um, face tunes their images. For I don't. Whatever I reason. do not have it on my phone anymore. I deleted it after you haven't used it in a year okay, or so. Well, you just said that you sent a picture to Gigi Gorgeous. <laughs> well, I didn't and... do it. Gigi Gorgeous did it, okay. not me. Okay. And Gigi just prayed over it. She didn't even do anything technical. <laughs> I think she just said a prayer and sent it back and did a little color balance, a little white balance. I didn't honestly, do shit, bitch. Honestly, I just exported it as a JPEG instead of a GIF, and I think it, it the just file changed. decompressed, and then my chin got smaller. Yeah, yeah, it just looks, it just looks different. Uh, you know what? Actually, I think it's people's perception of beauty has changed. Maybe you're looking at it on a, on a. Are you looking at it on an iPhone or a hybrid? <laughs> what device? What iOS are you on? Because yeah. 
No, you know what's shady though? Okay, I posted a picture. My I, beard. I posted. <laughs> I posted a picture, uh, I don't know, last week or something, and it wasn't even overly Facetune. I did use Facetune for the purposes of bringing out the details on the shirt that I was featuring. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That's and you it. know what's shady? I posted what? this picture, and Facetune's in- Instagram account commented, we love it, looking gray or something. <laughs> Facetune, Damn. with a blue check, says, looking good. Wink. That is shade. That is shady <laughs> bastards. That is shade. Now they... I wasn't overly face tune. Yeah, but I think maybe your your past efforts have maybe caught their eye and said, we should follow this girl. She's what really taking that? advantage of our products. Listen, some of these girls go ham with Facetune, which there's nothing wrong with that. You might as well. Why not? We live in the digital age. But I don't do um, facial restructuring. Just resurfacing. I, I will whiten teeth. I will smooth out skin texture. Um, I will smooth out like the lace line. I will nip in the waist. I will not do facial restructuring only because when I show up to a gig, I don't want you to have been looking at my Instagram and then this thing shows up and you're like, who is this fucking, who is this pile of puke? I've been looking mm-hmm. at this stunning <laughs> small headed woman. <laughs> Honestly, the girls are going. The girls are going ham, and I think some of them should just take a thinly pieced slice of uh, honey baked ham and hold it up over the camera because that might make a good filter. Honey glazed. You can't even recognize some of these bitches on their on their Instagram. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. I'm just saying for me, for, for me, me in general, personally, personally, universally. Okay, um, yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about Rainbow Spotlight, our Rainbow Spotlight policy. Mm-hmm. It, it, is, it is Race Chaser's policy to always keep you informed um, about our, you know, inner goings on. Yeah. So if you are submitting a song for Ra- Rainbow Spotlight, and we love submissions, please include a link to the song available on streaming platforms Rather than, oh, this is shady, okay. Rather than (laughs) describing the song and maybe including the song title, maybe or maybe not in quotes or underlined, it's easier to find a song to play with a link. Oh, this is Dipper being, uh, being, uh, letting us know. Yeah. So wait. Also, also, uh, a song is not a voice note. (laughs) We're finding that out also. It is not a voice note. It is also not an idea for one of us to record a parody of started (laughs) as a bottom. Now we're here. This is not a parody submission line. Also, Um, make sure your song is released because there's not much of a benefit of sharing the song if people can't find it, play it and support your artistry. Um, Thank you. This letter comes from management. So wait, Dipper, well, tell No, us. no, no. This message comes from <laughs> Woe Management. Because woe we... Man. Woe, woe Management. Woe Management. Yeah. That's, um, that's going to be the name of my uh, management company. <laughs> woe and Management. Then, and then legal will come after you because it's... Uh, so you have to change it. Oh, God. <laughs> Again. Um, Again. Dipper, so wait. Do people just send you an email and they're like, hey, I have a song. It would be really sickening Rainbow Spot. And that's all they said. Yeah. And sometimes they they like say the song, but they also say the EP title and then a couple other song options, but they don't format it in a way that it 
is easy to access. Just send Alexa, play Morgan McMichael's Why You Mad. (laughs) (laughs) Why you mad though? Why you mad though? Why you mad mad, though? It's just, you know, if you're you're submitting your song to someone to consider, you should just make it easy click and then we can listen to it. You know what I mean? That's all. Of course. Because I tried to find like three different songs that people emailed about, but they were like, I, the spelling was different, you know, it wasn't, mm. so that's all. I, wa- I want to be able to support people in the proper way. Well, we would like to throw our support behind Joel Korea this week and his song, Steps, which you can listen to now because we're going to play it. Let's take a listen. Yeah, he sent a link. Take a little listen. Take a little listen. listen. Not every story has a happy ending. Destiny doesn't always mean that it's meant to be. Remember you always with me Keeping you tucked away in my memory One and a two and a three and a four Counting the steps that I take to the door Don't know what I'm doing, don't know what I did before I just got a taste and I just need more Yeah, I just need Brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like You have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian-approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Our famous this week guest is uh, Alaska Thunderfuck because she was mentioned on TV this week. So famous. <laughs> My favorite part was watching this quiz show and trying to see this the the cis white girl being like, no, I know this answer. It's Lady Bunny. Yeah, that's it. When she was so sure that she knew about drag. She swore. I mean, did no one hear the clue? So the clue was... Alaska famously impersonated this actress who was born in 1856 <laughs> on a BBC quiz show. And somebody said Lady Bunny instead of Mae West. <laughs> Mae West was Kate born in the bitch. 1800s. Lady Bunny was born in the 1900s. Okay. So. <laughs> well, there's no proof of that. Right, this you, is true. You, you, you have timeless. to cut her open and count the rings. Oh, my gosh. Um, and well, that's if you can get past the smell. But this was very wild. Joseph Shepard sent me this clip and I was like, this is wild. But they also it in the in the contestants defense, they said nothing about RuPaul's Drag Race on it. They just said Alaska on All Stars. One name, you're famous. Impersonate. But I mean, you kind of have to put it in the context of like wh- uh, what which All Stars? There are multiple things that are All Stars. You've only been on All Stars once though. Well, yeah. Competing. Yeah. You were a guest drummer also, I think. I was, yeah. Per- and guest I was percussion. A, First and chair. I was a handmaiden. Mm-hmm. You were. Um, uh, but yes, it, the answer was Mae West, not Lady Bunny, and not Joan Collins either. Joan, fuck Joan Collins' drag. Y'all thought she was born in 1893? <laughs> <laughs> fuck Joan Collins' drag. No, 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 no. Um, it was it was cool to see that though because it's like in England we're drag queens are legit famous people like the Drag Race girls. Well, I mean, the one, we get the, to, we get to be clues sometimes on Jeopardy over here. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Latrice, right? Yeah. What an honor. Truly. <laughs> um. So should we? <laughs> let's get politicalized. I'd love to. Um, there's a lot of shit going on, but we're going to sing a song first. You ready? 
No, it's no, it's jazz. It's jazz. I'm in Hot a jazz, jazz mood, so I might, oh. I might sing the notes different. You know, it doesn't have to be exact. I'm, you know, I'm in New York. All right, let's get it. Doesn't have on. to be exact. Let's get, get political. political. Let's Poli- get political. Political. I want to get political. Okay, that sounds more like Born This Way, the country version, darling. <laughs> If I want to sing a country, baby, that's okay. <laughs> Last Friday, representatives Cory Bush and AOC got on Instagram Live and called out their colleagues for adjourning Congress early to go on vacation on the eve of when the federal moratorium on evictions was set to expire. So Cory Bush decided to sleep on the steps of the Capitol in protest and demonstrate what would happen to so many Americans who may end up getting evicted. This is... Um, a great display of activism, in my opinion. Um, she slept on the the um, Capitol steps uh, for protesting the adjourning of the August recess without passing an extension in the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's eviction moratorium for renters. Mm-hmm. And that expired Saturday nights. She said the house is in recess. People are on vacation. How are we on vacation when we have millions of people who could start to be evicted tonight? Cori Bush is a Missouri Democrat, and she told CNN's Jessica Dean on Newsroom Saturday afternoon, there are people already receiving and have received pay or vacate notices that will have them out by tomorrow. People are already in a position where they need help, are most vulnerable, are most marginalized, and those who are in need. How can we go on vacation? No, we need to come back here, Bush said from the steps of the U.S. Capitol where she had slept overnight um, in an appeal to make her colleagues extend the moratorium. Did it work? How do we find out if it worked? Did they? I mean, so it did work, Dipper. You're well, saying? It, well, something happened. Okay. Which is right there below. Oh, we okay, have updates. Okay, 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 uh, okay. So things happened. The CDC announced on Tuesday a new 60-day moratorium on residential evictions in areas with high levels of COVID-19 infections after having rejected an earlier push by the White House. The order applies to about 80% of U.S. counties that have substantial or high COVID-19 community transmission rates and covers about 90% of the U.S. population. The new CDC order will protect millions of renters from eviction, but will be more limited than a nationwide moratorium that expired Saturday at midnight. And it's only for 60 days. Um, President Biden told reporters it was unclear if the new order would pass pass constitutional muster, but that it would at least give states extra time to distribute rental assistance. Biden also called on state and local governments to extend or put in place eviction bans for at least the next two months, White House spokesperson Jen Psaki said. Okay, so something happened. I don't think it's enough. Yeah, I mean, the Delta variant is like hitting America hard right now. Like L.A., L.A. is crazy. I just talked to Latrice and Florida's crazy. Like, and there's all these people without masks and without vaccines. So I don't know that 60 days will be enough because people are going to be passing it around for months now. Yeah. They need a drag queen in there just to be like, um, no, we need free rent for a year. Yeah. Or something like I don't get it. I don't get what people are thinking in power. Like, are they, yeah. thinking, it feels like they're thinking about themselves and not the real normal people that, like, yeah. you know, are on the ground. Because these politicians, 
they're not hurting. If you're sitting in the Senate or the House of Representatives, you're not hurting for money right now. Guaranteed. They get paid, okay? So they're supposed to represent our interests because we voted for them. And the people that are going on vacation when there's a crisis are not representing our interests. And those people need to be voted out and called on it. I hope someone takes their pictures when they're on vacation and says, I'm so glad you're playing with fucking porpoises instead of dealing with the poor people and what we're going through. Yeah. Oh, look, there's uh, Marco Rubio. (laughs) Because because the, I mean, the the homelessness problem is, is much, it's a much bigger problem than, you know, a 60 day, eviction moratorium and like the sort of the whole fucking structure is fucked up like people don't people don't have enough money to to live in this country properly did you did you hear about how much it costs to send elon musk to the moon they said that 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 could have solved homelessness basically i know it like it's possible it's possible and they choose not to like, yeah, God forbid we tax the churches or the rich people like Jeff Bezos that deserve to be taxed. Yeah. Like, what is the breakdown here, people? Yeah. I don't get it, but I don't think I ever will. I think you're going to end up need to run for some sort of political office because that'll make this let's get political segment way better because I <laughs> won't pass the background check. Will you style me? Definitely. My oh, my God. Okay. I- We'll do um, Chanel and YSL Reeve Gauche. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, just the early stuff. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is, this is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yes. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Mama. Okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. 
It's like so cute. I've been wearing quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag Drag. for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag and get free shipping and 365 day return. Quince dot com slash drag. Drag. We are back, and it is a well-known fact here on Race Chaser that we do at times enjoy having a tip spot. Isn't that right, Willem? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about when you're wearing one shoe and I push you, bitch. <laughs> this what, is, is that, like, a... Tipping, tipping over? Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The girls from Tippecanoe. <laughs> uh, we are talking about a tip spot where we invite a guest onto our show to uh, do a little just, pop-up. Just do a little pop-up number. Do a little just pop-up. A, just, a quick, just a quick boot scoop. Show something fresh, uh, something new. Uh, <laughs> show me that. You want to show me something? Show me that. That. <laughs> show me that you belong on that stage and no one can take it from you. Um, we have we recently watched a really, really powerful documentary film about the beginning of the AIDS crisis in Utah, Salt Lake City specifically, and a medical team and real-life couple that were the only people treating AIDS patients in the whole state in the 80s. Um, the film also discusses the Mormon church and its harsh stance on gay people and how that's affected so many families and marriages. The film is called Quiet Heroes and it's available to stream right now on Amazon Prime. So mm-hmm. today we are joined by this film's director, Jared Ruga. Ruga. Hi. <laughs> hello, Hi, Jared. Hello. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, Thrilled to be here. Um, Your film was great. No, thank you. And it was, um, it's one of those things that you watch and then you're like, oh yeah, lesbians and nuns really did help uh, gay men stay alive through AIDS before the triple cocktail came about. Absolutely. Yeah. They were like integral in every state. My mom worked at a Catholic hospital in Philly and was telling me about it too. She was mm-hmm. a nurse, an ER nurse during the, the epidemic. And um, I showed her this movie and she's like, that's all true. <laughs> mm. So snaps, well. to the, snaps, to, snaps to you. <laughs> Thank you. And good to know that we weren't making it all up. <laughs> it's yeah. happening elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, what made you want to make this film? Are you from Utah? Yeah, born and raised in Salt Lake City. And, uh, you know, I, I was not Mormon myself, um, but I call myself Mormon adjacent. Not <laughs> even by injection? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, family and, and, you know, neighbors. And, and in Utah, it's it's being non-Mormon in, in Utah, particularly in the, the 80s and 90s, 
uh, it was like being non-Catholic in the Vatican, right? Like mm-hmm. you're just right. kind of a super minority <laughs> in most areas. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So when you grow up in that culture, you kind of, uh, adopt some of the, the norms and, and mores that you would, if, if you were a, a practicing Mormon, even when you're not. Um, so yeah, so to, to answer the, the question, uh, for me, uh, I, I came about the story when I was in law school and one of my law professors was putting together a special collection at the university's library um, that was kind of chronicling all the artifacts and photos and letters from patients, basically things that Kristen and, and Maggie had saved over the course of their medical practice. And they wanted to memorialize that and kind of keep it in a permanent collection at the university library. Um, and the more I learned about their story, the more it was clear that like, this was more than just a special collection at a university library. This, this needed to be told in a way that was more accessible to, uh, more people. I think women in general, especially queer women are the unsung heroes of many LGBTQ rights movements. And they were so integral in so many communities, uh, during HIV and, and largely invisible, especially in kind of popular media. Um, and so I wanted to help shine a light on that story and honor the contributions uh, that queer women made to helping us all get through the HIV AIDS crisis when it was at its peak. Definitely. And you you focus in the movie on Dr. Kristen Rees and physician's assistant Maggie Snyder, who you mentioned. Um, they treated patients together, but they're also a real-life couple for many years. So they, they're such... Uh, they're, they're so cute, first of all. They're like the cutest couple <laughs> Yeah, little couple spitfires. Ever. <laughs> but like, yeah. what drew you to them uh, specifically? Uh, yeah, I, it was pretty clear from the beginning that the story needed to center around them and their relationship, especially mm-hmm. because, um, embedded throughout the whole thing was, was Dr. Reese, uh, or Kristen, uh, it was her coming to terms with her own sexuality and mm-hmm. working through some of the internalized homophobia that she had picked up over the years. Um, and, you know, and then, and then in a conservative kind of patriarchal place like Utah, there's all the, the misogyny that she was dealing with as a woman, especially mm-hmm. a woman in a kind of male dominant profession like medicine. Um, and so it was clear that there was enough there to show how their story tracked the larger HIV AIDS crisis and how uh, Kristen's kind of journey to self-acceptance tracked a lot of, um, you know, her patients who were encountering the same, the same struggles. And so it was a a little bit of a micro story within a macro movement. Now this, uh, this movie has been around for um, a second or long enough to at least win an Emmy in 2019 uh, for outstanding special class special. Um, (laughs) That must be amazing. Where do you keep your statue? Uh, well, right now it is in its box that it came in because I just moved last week. Um, but when I get my, uh, my shelf ready, <laughs> when that's up, I'll, uh, I'll put it there. Yeah, no, that was, that was a very unexpected, um, but very welcome development in the life of this film. It premiered at Sundance in 2018 and kind of went on the festival circuit and that platform enabled us to go into a few dis- different distribution deals. Um, we were on TV on Logo, uh, Logo TV network. And, uh, yeah, that, that qualified us for the Emmy. And, and then, you know, we were in a category competing against Oprah, 
Uh, and so I was pretty sure we were going to lose there. Wow. <laughs> you went up against Oprah. But she has so many Emmys at this point. She doesn't, right. you know, like she's good. I was, I was uh, glad that she was willing to share. Um, the film illustrated this point where when people, when the middle class gets sick, they can very soon not be middle class anymore because um, of, you know, red tape and insurance paperwork and pre-existing conditions and lots of things that can go wrong or just the bureaucracy of it all can take a while and it can turn people destitute or homeless or, or whatever. Um, after making this film, does the global pan, do you see like shades of that in this like insurance reform? There's all these things that need to change in America. And like this film, like documents a lot of them. Like religious homophobia, insurance bullshit, uh, AIDS, you know, mm-hmm. misogyny, all of them. This film addresses everything. Yeah, no, we, we at the outset of the pandemic, when things were starting to get scary, um, I was actually chatting with, with Kristen and Maggie about it and asking them what some of the parallels were. And they said, yeah, it, it does feel a little bit like deja vu because... Um, this this very quickly devolved into a situation of like the haves and the have nots yeah. where, you know, if you have a, a, a white collar information, you know, knowledge work job and you can just kind of pivot to working home from your broadband Internet, like, um, you know, and, and don't have any pre-existing health issues and you have good health insurance. Pandemic really didn't set you back too much. Um, but if you yeah. didn't have access to all of those things and you already had these kind of stacked disadvantages, the pandemic was absolutely devastating. And, and I think that's really how, how HIV was in the beginning. You know, if you had access to good medical care and good education and information, um, at least, you know, kind of in the early days, no one knew what was going on. But, but a few years in, uh, we were able to start treating in ways, especially when, when the triple combo uh, came out. Um, and then, and then HIV AIDS was no longer a, a death sentence, you know, it was just kind of a, right. a chronic illness that had to be managed. Um, but like in the, the early days of, of both pandemics, um, if you are on the wealthier side of the socioeconomic scale and you have access to all the resources to help you, um, you know, you were probably going to be okay. Um, if you didn't, you weren't. And, and it's sad that in 40 years, you know, things haven't really changed. They may have in many ways gotten worse. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, the movie's really amazing. Um, everyone out there can watch Quiet Heroes on Amazon Prime or iTunes. Um, and um, I hope you have a nice move. <laughs> you just moved. <laughs> Movie is a pain yes. in the ass. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've moved uh, three times in the last uh, 18 months because I re- relocated full time to Los Angeles and... Uh, yeah, right, right in the middle of the the big second COVID wave, so it was the perfect time to move to LA. But <laughs> three times, wow. you yeah, must be yeah. following some good dick, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the only thing that can make me want to move three times in eighteen months. Shit. Just, yeah, yeah, it's it kind of out of necessity, but uh, but I'm good. I'm gonna stay put now. Nice. Well, I hope to watch your next film and love it as much as this one. Uh, great work. Thank you. Thank Thanks you for coming so to the tip so spot. You can get paid at the bar. Just give them this payout <laughs> slip. Don't ask them to count your ones for you because they won't do it. Casey is very busy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Oh, oh, oh there's gosh. Cape Birds. Cape Birds. Oh my gosh. Oh. Was that a. It's a, ca- it's a cave penguin, actually. Oh, it okay. scooted right by me. I thought it was going to fly, but it is not a flighted bird. Mm-hmm. Dark cave penguin. My biggest fear. <laughs> my biggest fear is cave penguins. And for our challenge this week, we have to do a photo shoot with cave penguin. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. Honey, I am a cave penguin. My name is Chili Willy. Frozen through and through. <laughs> Honey, uh, Chili Willy. <laughs> chili Willy was not looking chilly tonight. No, no, no. Miss tried to top twice. Not so nice. Um... <laughs> This first met. Oh well, first this we need to go spelunking. Spelunking, unking, unking. Inside the DMs. This first message comes from Mora. To whom it may concern, for the love of all that is holy, can Willem please do a base tease wig tutorial for all of us uneducated heathens? XO Mora. Listen, Mora. If you want a base tease. Tutorial, you can check out Wigs by Vanity on YouTube because she's been doing a lot of great tutorial stuff and I just watched her tease a wig for nobody's business other than to watch my friend. I already know how to do it. Um, And she gives a very um, thorough explanation of how to do it two different ways, including just the rat's nest way and then the right way. So um, check that out and watch our friend. Why'd you look at me when you said rat's nest? Um, Why did you look no at me? Reason. I feel personally attacked, honey. That that's a rat empire. That's not even a nest. <laughs> a nest would be smaller, mansion. honey. That's a that's a rat metropolis you're wearing on your head, darling. <laughs> and that's have, not like, that's not government. a that's not a rooted wig. That's actually rat droppings. Those are feces. It's just a rude wig. <laughs> it's not rooted. That's a rude wig. Rude it's wig. It's rude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is well a a base tease. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, is like when you get a little bit of height in the sort of just just the base. And all of your wigs have this because mm-hmm. you get them done by Zach Killian, who is a master at base teasing. Yeah. 
uh, it's wizardry. And it really just, it lifts the hair a little bit off off the face and off the head, which is where you want it. Yeah, so, and yeah. If, you, if you're trying to do it on your own, I'd recommend hanging the wig upside down and starting at the nape of the neck and working your way up. Oh, okay. And then you can really just get that, like, you can get the freedom of trying to tease without a bunch of hair on top of it and just spray the fuck out of it and make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. This message comes from Luke. Dearest dolls and dripper. A younger bi guy who I've been catching up with for some daddy-son role-play a couple of times a week for the last eight months, broke things off with me this week because I got vaccinated against COVID. He believes it will change my body chemistry, which which in turn could affect his body chemistry, lowering his sperm count and endangering his ability to have kids in the future. Question mark, question mark, exclamation. Let's take a break on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I've always known he's a bit crazy. I assume that's what made the sex so great, but this reasoning shook me. I do care about him, and I thought we had a little something special, so I'm floored. My question to the queens is, have you had a close friend, family member, or friend with benefits express crazy anti-vaxxer sentiment that has affected your relationship, and how have you dealt with that? Attached is a bum pic and a pic of me in my favorite wrestling singlet. No dick pic, as that's for sons only. Thank you for the ama- for the amazing The Pod and its piping content. Big love, Luke from Sydney, Australia. No, I don't know Courtney, but I think I know her tea dealer. He's pretty rich. Damn. Why would you say why would you say that? You know why? Um this picture what the fuck you how did you go Come on, Shelly. Um Court, Courtney rolls with the beautiful people. I'm sure they've been in the same circle or two, even if that circle is a circle jerk. Um on who gets the last what? hit. This bum picture, these are um lovely cakes sitting atop lightly harried leg, speedo yes. tan. He's leaning, he's leaning forward like he's trying to self-suck and show everybody his butthole at the same time. Yes. And I wish him all the luck with that. Mm, uh, a light too. pink blouse. Um, of and we're sorts. not talking about him. <laughs> right. His, uh, his... And in the wrestling singlet picture, uh, we see um, he's smuggling plums in the front of his singlet. And the branch that they came on. Yes, uh, and there's someone else in the picture, but she went ahead and cropped his head out. She Maybe said, this is the guy in question. Maybe this yeah. is the, the son. Or is this guy the daddy? Then I guess this guy's or? the daddy. He said that's why he said dick pics are only for sons. Um, well, if you look at our, all these if bitches, you, is my sons. If you look at our race chaser promo picture for this season, I am the son. So <laughs> Luke, send me that pic, bitch. I'll be waiting. Um, also, you can fuck crazy, but you can't date crazy. So don't let this Not guy, hard. don't let this guy take up another moment of your time. The fact that he's worried about your vax changing his body chemistry just because he's drinking your cum or like getting your kids in him somehow, making his ability to not have kids later. Like, girl, you're sticking your dick in the wrong thing if you want to have kids. A, first of all. Uh, 
yeah, no, baby, 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 mama, this is garbage. Baby, no. <laughs> there were protests outside of the Tony Bennett show. For protesters, what? because they were asking for, for proof of vaccination at Radio City Music Hall uh, to get in. Mm-hmm. And people are protesting that. They're, like, comparing it to, like, Nazi Germany. Is this horrible to say that I hope all these protesters get COVID and then they have a reason to to know why they were wrong? Can I say that? It is inflammatory what you're saying, Willem, but also there are so many examples of people who were anti-vax who then got sick with COVID and had horrible experiences and they're like, why was I thinking that we shouldn't get the vax? Somebody was, like, uh, trying to explain it to someone saying, like, uh, this uh, I got sick from COVID, but I had the vaccine, so it wasn't as bad as it would be. It like you know, it wasn't even as bad as chickenpox. And they were like, "What's chickenpox?" And then they said, "Oh, well, there was this vaccine, and that's why you don't know what chickenpox is if you're like under fifteen or fourteen, right. because people don't really get it much anymore because there was a vaccine." That part, completely. I think, right? There was, yes, yes. So, like, vaccines usually have some science behind them and work. And sure, they might affect point zero zero one percent of somebody, and who knows what they'll do in ten years. But like, if everybody's doing it and it's safe and it's the smart thing to do, why does your guesswork and your QAnon um, search history tell you to do otherwise? Yeah, it's I don't good, get it, man. No but. Good. We have a message from Donna, which we'd like to explore. It says, good evening, distinguished panel of podcastresses, producers, and any preeminent guestesses. Longtime listener. Oh, got to go. First time (laughs) caller. Just got done with the recap of Coven Girls. And while it seems like monkeys may be writing some of these scats, Shakespeare say, what? Do either of you two know who actually writes the acting challenges for Drag Race? Would love to know more about how these masterpieces came to life prior to filming with the dolls of course i've attached a few drick and peach picks for your perusal thank you moms for all this pod you make my hump day so much more bearable xoxo donna hallway (laughs) great drag name (laughs) (laughs) damn donna well donna um enjoys the great outdoors um because donna is in a camping scenario he's he's in a tent in a tent if you notice Yes, because you can never be you, a, a, a bear is never sure in the woods, honey. She's double bagging, double bag bear. A bear do use two tents at night, um, <laughs> and he's got a good firm grip on this cock too. He has. wielding it almost wielding. Yes, um, angling it. Uh, it is standing straight up. Um, the the couch uh, is a. Um, it's like a slate color. I think it's almost. an all form. And oh. you can customize those with any color leg you would like. A blonde, a walnut, a pecan wood. That's um, called immersive advertising. <laughs> we got you. Well, Donna, Try I don't... skipping over this. <laughs> <laughs> um, looks like he took a two-minute sleep dick quiz. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Donna Hallway, if you just give me a moment, let me just... Walk across the street and knock on the door and ask him. Well, no, I mean, because didn't you say there, there's they're not allowed to have writers? I mean, even though it's now a union show, they're not. They don't have writers. The same reason, like there were a couple reality shows back in like the O thousands that tried to the story editors, which is like what Mish, Jacqueline, all those people did. 
those people on top model um, tried to be tried to get writer's credit because they were constructing whole storylines and seasons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Jackie was even a writer. Maybe I'm not sure, but um, they all got fired. They and mm. it was a big to do on like Defamer or Vulture or whatever was the site back then. I remember reading all about it and being like, these people are being treated fair, and it's by a company that has tons of money, which is basically the same thing that most reality shows do. So, yeah. yeah. It's it might be the story editors writing it. It might be production. They might bring in someone. Um, Maybe I think like interns or or the people <laughs> who put the challenges together, like something. I thought I thought Coven Girls wasn't terrible. Well, I was watching Bob on his uh, first reactions, and Bob was like, "World of Wonder, if you're listening, can you please hire me to write and direct a skit, uh, like they an should. acting challenge?" And I think it would be such a great idea. They've had, you know, Alyssa Edwards come in as a guest, like, choreographer. But, like, why not? I think it would, uh, like, you can only benefit from having the material be really funny and good. Which, right, Coven Girls, I mean, it's hokey, it's cute. But, you know, you could give us something else. Yeah, I, I think it's time for something else. Because now the girls are actually auditioning for real things. And, like... Um, giving someone a material that has like the ability to sink your teeth into could be really great, yeah. I think. And they, who knows? They could find some great actresses and say, we need to do a drag sitcom. You know, that's right. not like the Brady Bunch. That's so upsetting. Uh-huh. <laughs> so upsetting. And Thanks, Jade. For I agree. Instance, for instance, the Pink Table Talk, they were able to talk about some really serious good shit. And it was it was a very successful and... Uh, very good episode and and a good challenge. So well, like, I mean, Jan wore a dance costume, but <laughs> like Derek Barry wore wore the Britney dance costume <laughs> on the on the no one died at Stonewall table talk. Yeah, that's why she was in the bottom. I think. <laughs> okay, why don't we move on? <laughs> Let's Dipper's move on. Like, wrap it up. Wrap oh, was that ra- that's the wrap it up sign? I thought he's that was like, the wee. I'm having a good time like, with the finger. <laughs> no, I'm having a great time. He's like, oh, move wow. along. We're having a great time. The listeners, however, <laughs> I mean, they love it. No amount of editing can make can salvage. This. <laughs> editing, um, editing with editing, native, uh... you get to choose your sense, and now we're going plastic free. <laughs> The next message comes from Jake. <laughs> Hi, Queens. Big fan. Love you. Let's get into it. Whoa. Okay. My husband is 21 years older than me. I'm 41. He's 62. We've been together 13 years, and he's the love of my life. A lot of math in that first life. sentence. A lot of math. A lot of addition. Okay. He's 6'4", and all kinds of muscly daddy hotness. And even though I've put on considerable weight since he met me, he never misses an opportunity to make me feel like the hottest, sexiest man ever, even though I don't always feel that way. Long story short, he's amazing. On top of all his hotness, he has the biggest and best dick ever. Mm. However, the only issue is that he can he can take a really long time to come. And when I say really long time, I mean hours. And sometimes not even then. On the other hand, I can come just by him looking at me. Needless to say, it's a lot of moving his hand away from me if I want to keep our sessions going 
or me spending literally hours using both orifices I have available, trying to get him to orgasm only to fail, leaving me feeling like I'm not really satisfying him. He tells me that he doesn't always need to come and that just having sex is enough for him. But who doesn't want to come? Am I right? I mean, I love when we go for an hour, especially when we're both high. <laughs> but a boy oh, can only take so much before his mouth and ass are just sore and worn out. And I start needing to pee. He's also a strict top, even the mm. mention of bottoming, and he's out. I was hoping in your countless experiences, if you have any advice on how to better please my man and make him feel as good as I do when we have sex. Mm. You're both my top two favorite queens and have been following both your careers since your glorious runs on your respective seasons. I'll let you guys work out who's number one and number two. Sorry, I don't have any picks because honestly, uh, when you've been in a monogamous monogamous relationship for 13 years, there's just no need. Lots of love from Canada, Jake. First of all, he came when I was with him. Oh! Uh, uh, Jake. Honey, I fucked the whole band. I fucked the whole band. And their biscuits were not limp for me. Their biscuits were not limp for me. I'll tell you that much. Um, Thank you, Daphne. First of all, Jake. Back to set. First of all, Jake. Fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. So I have a problem. Uh, my boyfriend, who's just really tall and muscular and has a huge deck and can fuck for hours. Um. Wait. Where's the problem? No. Okay. No. I hear you. You you want you want that jizz. You want and... that nut. You want that nut that you've been working for, and I get it. You want that nut, but that does your want does not um, override his ability or need to not nut. You know, and you yeah, just, you just need to. That's his dick, and if it's so huge, maybe that's why it takes so long to come. <laughs> There's so much surface area. I've been with guys where I've given a 35 minute blowjob. And they haven't come. And I don't feel like that's my fault. It's certainly not my fault. Because, like, <laughs> if you've ever seen how I suck dick, and I feel like both of you have, inadvertently, but you have at some point. Um, no, you... but I've read, I've read the men's room wall at the Pizza Hut. So I've, <laughs> I've, I've heard descriptions. Baby, no, 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 no. You're thinking of the shakies. Oh, the shakies, baby. Yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> I've been with people like this, and I've been that person where at the I've been like, riding dicks and then i get off it and i'm like i really don't need to come if you came i'm good and they were just fucking me because they were thinking like i needed to come and i'm like no baby you're number three today i'm done um yeah (laughs) i can't i'm thinking about him he gonna heat up in the microwave when you leave um (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i i think that you should not every relationship is going to be perfect and this is might be the imperfect part of your relationship well, and, you know, I mean, intimacy, like you said, doesn't necessitate, you know, coming like it doesn't have to it doesn't have to happen every time. So, like, don't don't feel bad about that. And if he's telling you he's chill, then like work. And also, like, you can take a break to go pee like. Yeah. And put um, a tongue in his ass. I know he's a top, but like guys come nah, so quick. I bet he wouldn't like uh well, He's the top that I was with yesterday liked it. I was like, is there anything I can do to help? Because I already turned on porn. And like, yeah. I felt like he, he, I was his second or third of the day, maybe something wasn't working as it should. Oh, okay. So that tongue went in the butt. And as soon as I came up, like <laughs> after like eating work. his ass for like, maybe like two, three minutes, a rock hard monument of a cock, bitch. I yeah. almost saluted. And I said, oh, he's ready. He said, turn over. And I was like, okay. 
God. Yeah, that's exactly how I sounded too. Um, <laughs> yeah, so okay. try a little tongue in the ass, you know? Tops like tongues too. Um. Yeah, try that. That's good advice. Yeah, just be uh, a little rim seat, Jake. Daddy's little rim seat. Well, um, thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss. Thank you to our tip spot, Quiet Heroes director, Jared Ruga. Yes. Check out his um, film on Amazon Prime or iTunes. That's right. And send us your questions via email to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to tell you about this bonus footage. We have bonus tell video me. content at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can search for that bonus Race Chaser content by hitting Race Chaser in the little search thing. And then give us some money and you can watch anything you want. Like literally 99 cents. Do you want some money? Um, <laughs> yeah, and right. we'll continue to release some of our Patreon content from 2019 for free now on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed to both Willem and Alaska on YouTube and hit that bell icon so you get notifications. If you're on Instagram, follow us at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcast. And the link on Instagram at Race Chaser Pod also has lots of resources and places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement and a link to AAPIP.org to help combat increased anti-Asian violence. Please get the vaccine, wear a mask, wash your hands and your ass. Stay safe and healthy. And we'll be back next week with more piping, steaming, scalding, boiling. Give it some zazz! Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises. This goss is hot. hot. 